Welcome to Conversations with Toy, a blogcast tackling life one episode at a time. This is the time to air out life's craziest moments. This space is all about speaking about life's hang-ups and ways in which we can leave better than when we started. Topics are all about ways we can find space to be better in life, love, mental space and health. Happy Wednesday. This is a bonus episode. So welcome to Conversations with Toy. And maybe this is the first time you're hearing me, but I am obviously Toy of Conversations with Toy. And this is a bonus episode because our season three will be starting next week. But I wanted to just give a quick update about how the holidays have been Christmas has gone down and we're about to celebrate a new year so with today being Wednesday tomorrow is New Year's Eve it's exciting it's scary it's a lot of different emotions literally all at one time I remember this time last year everybody getting so excited for that 2020 vision And for the first, what, three months, 2020 for me was truly popping. Like I practically had 2020 completely filled with just events and sponsored trips and all kinds of amazing things. And COVID happened in March, right? Got to talk about that because, I mean, our whole nine months of the year has been focused on it. So everybody's like, oh my God, I don't want to hear about it anymore. But the reality of it is, is that it does, it has shaped, it shaped our entire 2020. And so when COVID happened, there was all these naysayers that would say that as a blogger, as an influencer, you know, now a new podcaster, you know, that things would slow down and things would be different. And I would say, yes, they are correct. Things are different. But slowing down, I found that it hasn't for me. And I'm grateful that 2020 has been a good year. But that doesn't mean that 2020 has been all peaches and cherries because 2020 has had its its lows as well. So we're about to go into 2021. And of course, you know, you can follow me on the blog at www.toi.me dot org so that's toytime.org and we're talking about everything new year's this whole week the content has been preparing for the new year's do you do a vision board how do you focus for 2021 like we're talking and diving into all of those topics but the reality of it is 2021 is so super uncertain no one knows what to expect and we know what 2020 and just how it's all ending it's like anything is possible good or bad like there's been some things that I probably would have never even have thought I would have seen in my time and I say my time like I'm older but it's like this is our time and it's just crazy it's literally crazy right now so with that being said let's just do a little recap about how things have been going since the last time that we talked I talked so heavily the last episode about what what I was looking forward to for Christmas and how that was going to go down. So let me just talk to you about my Christmas. We're going to talk about some things. Christmas was not that bad. 
Christmas wasn't what I am used to by far, but it wasn't as bad as I had anticipated. Now, let me just tell you why it wasn't that bad. It gave me everything that I could have thought was going to happen. You know, me not being able to see my parents, not being able to see my um, one sibling and their family, not being able to just hug and, you know, and do all those different things. You know, it definitely gave me that. The day before Christmas, which Christmas Eve, obviously, I don't know, for me, I can always tell when I'm in the midst of a trigger, when I'm very irritated, I start to yell. And a lot of people don't recognize that a part of depression or the part of anxiety is that fear. And so a lot of times it comes out in an outward manifestation, at least for me, it comes out in yelling, it comes out in screams, it comes out in very high levels of irritability. And I had to learn that from this, the different years that I've gone through it, ups and downs, like just, you know, failing. And, you know, sometimes I fail, sometimes I passed, you know, what I thought was like those little mental tests. And I recognized that Christmas Eve, I was very, very, like I was so loving with my kids. I was so excited for them. We did everything possible. We did the, our matching pajamas. We made cookies for Santa. We, um, I had done a video with them with Santa, you know, sent them a video and all those great things. But I was still had like this high level of anxiety that although I was busy getting things done and prepared, I was very much anxious. That unknown, like what was going to happen the next day? What was our Christmas truly going to look like? How was I? And most likely it was mostly for me. It wasn't even just what Christmas was going to look like. I kind of knew what that would look like, but it was more how would I feel once it went down? So my husband had a conversation with me, which is like, you know, part of this is going to work out, but you have got to find a way to calm down. And I could have been in my feelings like, who are you talking to telling me to come? But reality was I really needed to do that. So when I woke up the next day, which was Christmas morning, outside of my kids coming in at 4.30, 5.30, 6 o'clock, and finally 6.30 to get up to open up their presents and do all those Christmas fun family things, at that, those hours, those little bit of hours, I was able to rest, get my sleep, calm myself, calm my mind, and get up with the thought process of, there's so many people who couldn't, that don't have their children, that can't see their children. There are so many who just don't have that. So with me being able to wake up with my children, my husband, my family, and be safe, I really needed to reshift my thought process. So Christmas Day, we got through it. Now, prior to that, I have been really heavily in therapy sessions, I want to say. And with those therapy sessions have been extremely, extremely intense. Now, I won't say that anything that is that was discussed wasn't anything that I haven't heard before. There was no real revelations. You know, therapy isn't sometimes isn't going to give you that aha moment. It was literally just a place for me to have a conversation where I could be myself, I can freely speak and I can get the things that are on my heart and mind out. Because again, when you're carrying those loads, mentally, it can be extremely exhausting. However, I have said this a 1001 times, and I'm going to say this again, when you guys or when anyone decides to go into therapy, the stuff that you see on TV, where you lay on the couch, 
and you talk about your story, whatever it is that's bothering you and you go home, that's not always how it is. These last sessions have been really up and down. The first session that I had, I was really rejuvenated. And remember, I had the session on Thanksgiving. And then the last, these last few have really been very, very emotionally draining. Now, what I mean by that, not just the emotions of whatever I was talking about, but literally to the point where I would get done with my session and I would fall immediately to sleep. So in some aspects, it was like, okay, I'm getting my rest. I'm going to sleep. No complaints. The problem with that is that I'm going to sleep because I felt like I was in a fight emotionally trying to battle whatever it is I had on my heart and my mind. And so then I would wake up um, the few times that I've fallen asleep. I've woken up about one or two o'clock in the morning and I'm talking about my sessions are like seven or eight o'clock. So I've slept all that time. Now I'm up. I don't feel anxious. I don't feel overwhelmed. So in one aspect, I feel like that's good. I've, you know, I got out what I needed to say, at least in that session, but it's draining. It can be tiring. And that's the stuff that the movies don't show you. Like I said before, you can come from therapy and be angry. You can leave therapy, be super sad. You can leave therapy in my position and be super tired. But whatever it is, stick it out. That's my, (laughs) if I could tell you anything is to stick it out because it will eventually in in the long run help you. And because I've been in, in therapy for quite some time off and on, I'm definitely fully aware to just continue going. But there may be someone listening who is this their first time. And so when you have those emotions, you may be like, no, this isn't for me. I'm just going to tell you, stick it out. So heavenly, 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 heavenly in therapy, therapy sessions have been a couple times a week. And it's been very draining. It's been very tiring. So I just want to say thank you to my husband, because after those sessions, it's like, I can't do anything else. So what I try to do is We usually try to have our dinner done before then I'll clean the kitchen before then I'll get the kids at least somewhat halfway decent before then. And then he takes over and I just do the session. And again, in my heart of hearts, I'm like, I'm going to come right back down. I'm going to be fine. It's not that big of a deal, but it has been because again, with the holidays, with just, you know, emotional dumpage, like sometimes we emotionally dump our on ourselves like we overthink and that's one of my biggest things to like overthink, overanalyze and overstress about certain things. And so carrying those different loads is like three different bags and it's, it could be extremely heavy. So trying to learn to put the bags down and push through and conquer whatever it is that I have in my heart. The biggest thing that I'm struggling with, with my therapy sessions is this concept. And we all understand the concept of forgiveness and I have watched enough Tyler Perry shows. I've been in church all my life and I know within my heart that you're supposed to forgive for, you know, because it's not about the other person. It's supposed to free you. But I've been noticing in therapy that the things that I thought that I have forgiven people as much as I want to be forgiven and the things that I have done in my life, it's hard to be in the, in the, in the driver's seat and you trying to drive the car of forgiveness and you discover that you're not fully there. 
like as much as I thought that I had forgiven a few people in my life that it was like on my heart that were brought up in session, it's like, yeah, you might not have, you might not. So I know that healing is not one way. It's not a straight line. I know it goes up and down. I know that it's going to go, it's going to be highs, it's going to be lows, but trying to get to the point where I feel like I have forgiven, not forgetting, but forgiven. So it's been hard navigating that space, really asking myself the tough questions of like, why haven't I forgiven them? And then what does forgiveness in a relationship or a non-relationship look like? For me, if I don't really deal with you like that, and it's really not that deep, and I, I'm not saying that I don't think that people, certain people don't add value to my life, but I don't see certain people, it's not really that big of a deal. But for people who I feel like are key parts of my life, that I have to obviously interact for one reason or another. I think those are for me are the hardest to deal with. If I have a family member to me that is distant from me, meaning I don't necessarily hang out with them, I'm not engaging with them, it's kind of like a high and by, it's nothing for me. And I know that's pretty sad and it's something I'm obviously working on, but it's nothing for me to be like, all right, well, you know, I can forgive you from over here and I don't got to fool with you. But when it's someone that you have to have conversations with, when you have to love, of whom are so connected, for me, I'm finding lately it's not that easy. And some of it too has to stem from, as I was talking to my therapist, like, what do I do with this relationship? Like, how do I even proceed? It's easy for me to just be like, I'm done. I walk away because I am like the queen of the cutoff. Like I can cut somebody off quicker than somebody cutting you off in a in a, in a car somewhere. I mean, I could be done, done, but to, it doesn't always work that way with every relationship. And so it's like a little harder depending on the relationship, to be honest with you. So that's what's happening in the therapy section of my life. The kids have been off for the last couple of weeks, obviously Christmas break, and I have been utilizing this time to get, because I'm a blogger, to get my content together, to make sure that I do things ahead of time, because it's, it's it's not always a given. Like There are times when I'll do like a week's worth of content, but, but maybe not like a month or maybe not like three weeks or so. I try to do like two to three weeks at one time when I'm sitting down. Um, every end of the month for a content creator is always looking forward to, or maybe in the middle of the of the current month, they look ahead and they're trying to get their content together for the next month. Some people may plan their content three months in advance and planning content changes for everybody. For me, when I say I'm planning content, that means I'm actually writing the blogs ahead of time, not just setting a calendar and saying, these are my ideas. So to it's everybody does it differently. It's, it's really not, it's really no wrong way to doing it. And so that's what I've been utilizing my time with this whole Christmas break is that, you know, getting the content done all of January, you know, situated plans ahead of time, um, written, edited, and then I can uh, set my blogs to, to come out on a certain day, a certain time. So that's what I've been working on. And I've been very careful to not put the content creation over like, you know, where you try to substitute like, oh, I'm trying to hurry up and do all these different things. And you substitute things, or you try to occupy your time, because you don't want to deal with whatever issues. That is something that I've been very, very clear on making sure that I actually spend the time getting whatever it is that I have to get done and get it through. So that's what I've been doing to be very, you know, kind to my mind and do all those different things. Um, working out, increasing the workouts only because I know that 
in the next couple of months because I know I suffer from seasonal depression. For me, the workouts aren't just for losing weight, but I do end up losing more weight in the wintertime. By the time my birthday comes around again, I usually am just about a little smaller. And that's just how it works for me. But it's also too because of the seasonal depression. For me, physical activity is super helpful. Um, I tried in the past to do it like at night because I felt like that would help me sleep better. But the way that life is set up, I don't need no help sleeping at all. If I sit down for 10 minutes, I'm out. So I don't need any help sleeping. So I try to restart and rejuvenate and really give myself that energy in the morning by working out first thing in the morning when I can. Obviously, when the kids go back to school, then I'll either have to get up like five or so in the morning to get it done. Or then I would switch into like an afternoon, like in between the time that they're done with school. And then they go into like their, like their hour break. That's when I would then do it. Then it just, it's, it's neither here nor there. However, I have been focusing on my body, obviously taking care of my mind and heart, and then making sure that home is taken care of with the kids, making sure that they're covered because my son, because a couple of days ago, he's really struggling because he wants to see his best friend. He knows that it's not possible. And he was struggling. Like I had to actually, you know, make sure that I'm giving them five extra seconds of patience because I know what that feels like as an adult. And those emotions are strong. So I couldn't imagine being a kid, not really understanding how to deal with that type of, you know, I want to go do something, but I can't. So I'm just saying anybody who has kids and is listening to this, just find a way to try to work through that. It's not easy. There are certain days where I'm telling you right now, I'm like a kick-ass stellar mom on that. I'm like, yes, I got my kids covered. We've had conversations. They understand we're good. And then there's moments like my son had a couple of days ago where it's not always easy. And you're trying to hold back the fact that they're in tears and it makes you want to be in tears because you're concerned about them not, you know, feeling like they're alone or isolated and so that's, that's what's been going on these last couple of weeks. And so now we're going into the new year in 2021 and shifting our mindset to whether you believe in resolutions, I actually call them solutions. So if you follow me on Facebook, I had stated that this week was going to be about solutions. And so I can I call them um, new year solutions because sometimes when we make these resolutions, you know, reality is, is that some people don't realize that they make these promises to themselves that they don't plan on keeping. And just a little bit of wisdom, we got to stop worrying about people breaking their promises to us when we break our promises to each to ourselves every single day. We say that we're going to do certain things and that we don't do them. We don't follow through. And again, there's nothing, 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 nothing wrong with you realizing that you have to reset. So if you blew it on day one, please understand that you can get up and blow it again. However, in just the long scheme of things, the generalness of it is that we say things to ourselves that we're going to do to better ourselves that we don't always follow through. So you just really have to be mindful. That's why I call them new year solutions, because you got to have a plan with an actual to do, because sometimes we say these desires that we want to have, but it's more than just stating that you have a certain desire. It's now what are you going to do to achieve that? So that's the new year solution for me. That's how I look at it. What am I going to do to get me to this point that I say that I want to be at? What is it going to take? How much consistency does it going to come from my part for me to step up and take the challenge? So what can I do every single day that's going to build me up? It may mean getting up at that five o'clock in the morning for that five o'clock workout, because I may get to the point in during the day where I might be pulled 20 different directions and I won't be able to get to the workout. 
And then now it's time that after dinner is done and the kitchen is clean and everything is in its rightful place and I done vacuumed the floor and now it's like, okay, I'm too tired. Now I've fallen asleep. I may need to say, okay, as soon as I'm done cleaning, go immediately on the bike and start working out. Go work on the, start doing the weights, start doing certain things. I don't know what that means for you, but the consistency has to be increased and we have to make solutions and not resolutions. So that's my little my thought process on solutions versus resolutions. So what are we going to do to be consistent? What do we need to put out there in the atmosphere? And then what hard work are we planning to apply? I was looking at, I have, um, I keep about three or four, I have three to four vision boards that I have in my room, but obviously the 2021, because we're still technically in 2020 is the one that I have like right in front of me. I also put a copy of that picture on my cell phone because I'm always on my phone. So it's like when I see it, I know what I need to do every single day to make at least one point or one push in every area of my life. There's one thing I can do every single day to make that happen. 2021, I just kind of want to just see a whole nother year just come in and usher itself And I just been asking and praying that I'm ready for it and that I'm ready to do the work of whatever that may mean, whatever that may look like, whatever that's going to take. So that's the thought process. That's where I'm at with everything. Um, The stress, the therapy, the Christmas, like I said, my, me, my family, I cannot complain. My, my family and I had a beautiful Christmas. I got stuff for my business. I got a new uh, vlogging kit. So now I can do videos, which I'm debating if I'm going to do the recording of these, um, of the, of me recording the podcast, I'm thinking that might be a good beneficial. So you can kind of see where I'm actually at. Like I've tried to do different places in, in the house and things, but we'll see how that goes. But learning to adjust and really just learning how to cover my family and myself, um, One of the things that I brought up with my therapist, and I don't have any issues with sharing the information whatsoever, it's just when you are like beginning to see that you're upset, like I said, my trigger is to yell or what I find is my manifestation of me recognizing that I'm in an anxiety place is to yell. So part of the therapy is to make sure that I can control those things and what to do if I find myself in a situation where it's extremely intense. I was watching a movie a couple weeks ago and it was a scene in the movie. I won't even talk about the scene because it just reveals too much even in that. Um, But one day I will. And I'm crying like the biggest baby in front of my kids, in front of my husband. And my husband knew what was going on. My kids didn't know what was going on. And I'm just overcome with emotion. I'm not a huge crier, but I'm literally him losing it. And that's when I knew at that moment that the therapy that I was in was working because sometimes when you're so on go, like I felt like sometimes I was becoming hardened. I wasn't tapping into the emotion because I was trying to be dismissive of it. Like almost like a, it didn't happen type of thing. So I'm tapping into that. New year's is going to be great. Um, for the new year's we're doing the, I don't know for me and my family being home and inside of our house, for New Year's is not a major or ordeal for us because every year we have a family New Year's party. And by party, I literally mean the people who live in my home. I don't think I've ever really opened it up to anyone else in the these last few years. And we do all of the New Year's things. We decorate the house. We have amazing food. We have little hors d'oeuvres. We have, you know, 
desserts and all kinds of carrying on. The kids get their apple cider. The parents get their um, champagne. We do the whole nine yards. And so this year, obviously, having to do the same really is not a huge difference. Um, for me, at least not how I'm looking at it. And um, that's what we're going to be doing for the New Year's. Bring it in with the kids. Um, maybe listen to um, some music. Watching a few of the New Year's countdowns. Those types of things that we're going to be doing. Having great food, obviously. Um, my goal for 2021, I have so many of them. But for the podcast, I would say, obviously, for growth, for, you know, my sounds of my voice, which I do not like the sound of my own voice, um, to to be, reach more people. Because, again, I, I honestly believe that there's so many of us that are so super connected that we don't realize it. But we don't talk. So we don't talk about those things like, girl, I need some therapy. Because the reality of it is we probably all do. But we don't talk about those things. We don't talk about those failures that we have while we're trying to climb and do those amazing tasks that we see. We don't talk about those times. We don't talk about in our relationships about how things get crazy and we're ready to walk out the front door and we're stressed out and we're trying to debate whether or not we even want to make it work. Like those are real life things that happen to every last one of us. But because we don't talk about it, we don't realize we're connected. And I pray that in 2021, that somebody will understand that if they're listening to this podcast, it wasn't by accident. It was meant for you to get rejuvenated, for you to get inspired, and for you to realize of nothing else, that you're not by yourself, that you're not, there's nothing wrong with you because you have whatever issues that you may be going through. You know, um, problems come in every size. They come to every home. They come, doesn't matter what your status is, doesn't matter how much money you make. It doesn't matter if any of those things stress will come to every last one of us. Anxiety will come to every last one of us. All of the things that we deal with in our bodies and our minds and the way that we carry ourselves has all been done and is going to be done in the future by other people who share in the same type of sentiments that we do, but we just don't realize it. Um, 2021, I'm just looking for better. I'm looking for COVID to be done with. I mean, I don't think it's, I don't think we're there yet. Obviously, we have a long way to go, but that would be great. Um, I'll be 40 years old this upcoming year. It's crazy to think that half of my life of my little 40 years is like you get 40. When I tell you I'm going to be even worse with just like, no, nah, I don't got time for you people's mess. I truly mean that because I've been walking in that for a long time. My therapist, my um, previous therapist was like getting me all the way together. And so by the time I hit 40, I'm going to be like, nope, I ain't doing this. I ain't got time. I'm not coming over. Sorry, I don't want you to do this. Sorry, I don't want you to do that. You know, you get more direct when you get close to them 40s. And when you get 50, people say you just be like, I don't have the time. I'm not giving you the time because I don't want to. So as much as we um, stray away from like wanting to grow up, you know, we're going to be, you know, the big Toys R Us kid forever. But for me, I know that the wisdom that comes from just listening and living and learning like my grandmother my mom would always say if you just live a little you'll see a lot so um i just want to say because with the next time that we come together it will be obviously a whole 2021 so i'll see you next year um i hope that whatever you are choosing to do for the new year that you are safe that you are sound that you are happy and that you are pushing through the most hardest and difficult of years that I have ever have known to have ever went down. 
Um, I've never lived in a time where uh, any president was, or and I'm, this is not political, but just any president that would try to do, do harm to the American people. I've never seen anything like that. I've never been in a time where one disease has kept us in the house. Never, ever. Um, I've never been in a time where we've seen, I mean, I've obviously we've seen our share of craziness, but the way the world is going every, every single, single solitary day is just getting worse and worse. So all I can say is that, you know, help the people that you can to become better, but also make sure that you put the mask over your own face too. We have got to take care of ourselves as much as we look out for other people. You know, sometimes we can be so tunnel vision and making sure that everybody else around us is successful. Everybody around us is happy, but we neglect ourselves. And I was reading something the other day and it was saying, it's not, it's not okay. I'll go and make sure I'm good. It's more like, I'm going to make sure that my family is good and me, not just, okay, I'm going to grab her today. Like, it's not about that. It's about literally being consistent and making sure that we love on ourselves just as much as we need to and take care of ourselves and do the things that we need. Because honestly, there is literally nobody that is going to take care of you like you would take care of you. And that's just the truth. So almost happy new year. Happy New Year by the time we see each other or listen to each other or you'll hear me. And again, stay safe, stay sound, and just have an amazing rest of your week. Because like I said, this is a difference for me. I almost said, hey, uh, happy Friday, but it's not Friday. It's happy Wednesday. And um, it's different, but we will be back next Friday <laughs> with a full-fledged episode um, to start off season three. We're going to talk about everything about wellness. Um, I want to do say is that um, to be careful of yourself during the whole New Year's. Everybody isn't on some new me, uh, new year, new me. Not everybody. Some people are just fine tuning some of their some of their goals and just continue to push through. Not everybody is going to unfortunately be with us for the next year. And I think that's a lot of pain for so many people. And so just be mindful of yourself. Um, I've always been the biggest advocate for calling contacting the therapy. I know that therapy is not cheap and it's not cheap even if you have insurance. So for everybody that's making that sacrifice, I'm hoping that one day this will be a thing where everybody has access to it because reality is everybody needs to talk to a therapist in some form just to make sure that your head is on straight to make sure your mind is always clear. And a lot of times people say, I don't know what to talk about, but listen, you open your mouth about one thing and 20 more other things will you know, come out and from our heart, our mouth speaks. So we have to be very careful about the things that we're saying, because it could be revealing about where we are. Sometimes we just don't care to listen to that. But it's true. Have an amazing week. Happy New Year. Stay safe. Wash your hands, right? And please, for the love of Jesus, please wear your mask over your actual nose. My personal pet peeve is walking into a situation, a grocery store, a whatever, and seeing people with their nose, their mask halfway on their nose, underneath their nose. Like it's just super defeating. I, I don't like wearing them as much as you do, but I'm not finna wear them in the streets while my nose is not being covered, while my mouth is not being covered. So just be careful. COVID is still very real. Unfortunately for now, they have been giving out vaccine vaccinations. Uh, my family and I have doesn't haven't had it yet, and we are struggling with the whole 
you know, God forbid, whatever um, outcomes and um, symptoms and things that may come from that. Um, so again, just be safe, take care of yourself, take care of your mind, and we will see you next week for a full episode of season three. Today's episode is a bonus episode. That's why it's not as long as normal. And I'm hoping that you have a great week. Talk to you soon. and Happy New Year. Thank you as always for joining me. And I know that even in the deepest or joyful conversations, that there's something we can learn and apply. Until next time, I hope that you are doing better. If not, we will be back to talk some more and handle it. Peace to you and yours. Stay grounded.